Hey friends, welcome to Woman-Owned Wallet, the podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Dare, a serial entrepreneur who has already made all of the money mistakes so you don't have to. Now I'm working on my money mindset, expanding my companies, and having open conversations with women around a subject that shouldn't be so taboo, money. My company, Woman-Owned Wallet, and I are determined to help you foster a more positive relationship with your wallet and help you create a life that makes you say, wow. Hey everyone, Amanda here. Welcome back to another episode and a brand new season. Season three of Woman-Owned Wallet, the podcast. I have the most beautiful, the most kind and patient and just amazing woman in front of me. Deirdre is here. Thank you so much, Deirdre, for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Oh my gosh. I think I'm more excited. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I should admit that I messed up the sound on the first recording. (laughs) It's going to come up a couple of times. It's important for everyone to know that even bad bitches make mistakes, you know? Shit happens, but as the most beautiful woman, like I said, Deirdre, in front of me reminded me that everything, you know, the universe provides and there's a reason why. And we got to get to know each other so much better and just hang out more and have the best time together. So we're here again. We're recording. We're ready to go. Ready. Take two. (laughs) Take two. I mean, listen, it was amazing the first time, but I can only imagine how amazing it's going to be this time. I know. We got to get to know each other more. So that's how I'm like, this is going to be even more fun. Even more fun, babe. And since then, you and I have both had our most amazing sales day to date. Isn't that correct? Oh, my God. Yes. The best, right? Yes. Oh, my God. Like, I texted you and was like, thank you for coming at me. Not a first time, but the second time, Mm because I didn't fill it out the first time. I was acting my Virgo self. Mm -hmm. Should I do it? I don't know. Should I do it? I don't know. Just do it. Yeah. And then you text me. I was like, if Amanda says to do this, I need to go ahead and do it. Oh, you're so sweet. Like That's what happened in my brain. I was like, let me go ahead and sign this up. I just, I don't fuck around, you know? Yeah. I don't fuck around to find out. Like, I just know the ones. (laughs) I've already done that for 13 years. Right. So if I'm telling you 20,000 people are going to be at this event, guess what? Right. You should come and yes. have your best sales day ever. And that's all I've ever wanted for you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess around with your time, oh, no. your energy. Oh no. oh, no. No. And so it was your best sales day ever. Like how many candles did you sell? The number is, I believe, I can't remember right now. It's either 79 or 85. Damn. So it's around that many candles. Yeah. Oh Let's in just call it 85, day. right? Right. <laughs> Listen, when in doubt, round up. Round up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we had 300 orders that day, oh which is not products, obviously, but orders. Yeah. And so more than 300 items. I should probably have looked it up before I started talking about it with you again. I mean, I know my dollar amount and right. it was almost nine grand. Yeah. And so I felt so good about that. This new Lufest that we're talking about, y'all, has been canceled the last two years. So mm-hmm. for WOW, Woman Owned Wallet, the gift shop, we did not have the opportunity to actually have that new Lufest is the area that we're in. So we didn't have the opportunity to have that festival right at our doorstep before. Right. This year, we did. Yes. The previous times I've done it with the new black, I've I've not made over three thousand. Uh-huh. And so going from three thousand to almost it was like right under nine. Yeah. So again, round up. Yeah. 
I it's would. Like nine grand is fine. <laughs> a lot of taxes too, but you know, whatever. Right. I Nobody care. cares. Mm-mm. Except the government. Right. <laughs> I'm like, fine. I'll tell you how much I made, whatever. Maybe. But yeah, so we're just sitting here celebrating that and celebrating our time that we got to spend together last time. But let me introduce you to Deirdre a little bit more. So she grew up in Mount Sterling, Kentucky. Is that close to here? It's an hour and a half away. It's more Eastern. Well, not more, but it is Eastern Kentucky. So yeah, mm. Lexington, Winchester, then Mount Sterling. Nice. Yeah. So Kentucky your whole life kind of vibe? Pretty much. Growing up, my dad was in the Navy. So I did mm. kind of move around a little bit while I was young. So Florida, South Carolina, Ohio, and then in Kentucky. So I'm a Kentucky girl. Yeah. yeah. You just feel those vibes. Oh, yeah. I feel them too. I've been here since I was like 10. Mm-hmm. I had my I was born in Vermont. Okay. My social security number is like and it starts with zeros. Right. And people are like, what? <laughs> What's that? Were you born with the Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? Are you a vampire? Like, mm. and I was like, no, I'm just born in Vermont. It's fine. Um, and then when I was my younger brother was about to be born, he's a year and a half younger than me. Like a few days before that, we moved to Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, wow. So I have this like very north and then pretty south Mm -hmm. like I don't know just juxtaposition or whatever of my like youth had the most beautiful amazing childhood in Memphis Tennessee like such a cool neighborhood and so many kids to play with and like everybody was like you know the accent the Mm y'alls I was Miss Amanda Dare everywhere I went and (laughs) I can pull it out when I need to yeah my customer service voice is very southern (laughs) <laughs> she comes out. comes out but then I landed right here in Kentucky and I was like I like being in the middle yeah because nobody knows where we actually are if we're north south or midwest you can be whatever you want to be whatever you want to be <laughs> Louisville's welcome to whatever you want to be I like to hear it yes <laughs> okay so Mount Sterling but you graduated from U L. me yes. too girl yes what's your degree in Business management. Girl, I'm so jealous. <laughs> Mine are not business. I have two. Mine are not business or fashion or they're wonderful, but they're bullshit to me now. Right. Even though it, I guess they're not bullshit because, you know, every step you take is just a step up your staircase for that right. better view. And they actually did lead me here. So you're not bullshit degrees. <laughs> you're not. The student loans are, but... <laughs> So now you're a mom, you're a boss, you're figuring out this thing called entrepreneurship, feel you, and you're a lover of festivals, of meeting new people, of working out, and trusting the universe. Yes. Deirdre, that's beautiful. Thank you. Tell me about your morning a little bit. Oh my God. My morning was amazing. I got up and at first I was going to go to the gym Mm -hmm. to work out. Yeah. You're an active person. Yes. That's the goal of my life is to be active daily. So it's a lifestyle and not just let me get to the next or the next this or, you know, I want to be a part of my life. But I was going to go to the gym. Ended up a little miscommunication in my house. So I was like, it's cool. The universe is telling me to run outside today. Ran outside. It was beautiful outside today. Beautiful. I was able to push myself. And then I was like, time to get ready for this podcast. Then I get the nice little message. We're running a little bit behind. I'm like, that's cool. I want (laughs) to take this. (laughs) So I went to the Botanical Gardens. Botanical, yeah. I say it so (laughs) Botanical. Right. Botanical Gardens. (laughs) There we go. Beautiful gardens. Oh, my God. Amazing. Gorgeous. Yes. 
And then I get here and I'm just rolling with it. I got to learn you a little bit more. So that's how I'm like, yeah, I've trusted in the universe and know that it's happening for me. It is. Yeah. You said that everything in your life right now, like you've been putting it out there and it's been immediately coming back. Yes. Tell me a little bit about that because I feel the same and I love that you're in that moment with me. Yes. Oh my God. It's amazing. So one thing I know I did put out was I was like, this weekend we're celebrating birthdays so I'm not doing any festivals might be nice to have online orders this weekend you know so I'm not just making nothing let me tell you since Friday the orders were coming in girl like ching ching and I was like thank you like (laughs) we love that sound I appreciate this because then I didn't have to think or quote-unquote worry about money until the next festival Mm -hmm. so it was nice with that I'm trying to think of something else right now. No worries. I mean, I'm just realizing because I'm still trying to be a good podcast host that we didn't tell them what your business is. So why oh don't we God. start with that? Like, why don't we? Y'all, Deirdre makes the most amazing candles. I am always talking about her in my shop. So she's one of our wow women that we feature as a vendor in our store. She has, I believe, six different scents in our store. And we're going to try to keep those pretty consistent because y'all be buying them so fast, so, so fast that I just want to make sure they're always available for you. I believe that we met at like a festival and I smelled your candles for the first time, like on my birthday last year. Uh huh. I think it was at Melwood. Do you remember that one? Yes. Oh yes. my God. I've been going to Melwood. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like you're always at every event ever <laughs> too. Yeah, got to. I have to. One of my goals when I started Fly Girl Candles was to be everywhere. Yeah. So that meant every festival. I'm going all over Louisville. I want them to be seen. And then also I took it as an opportunity because the fly means first love yourself. So to me, that means like getting out and enjoying the weather. Mm -hmm. So I feel like as long as I'm showing you all like the festivals I'm going to, like you don't even have to come and buy a candle. Just Mm -hmm. get out, Mm -hmm. you know, get out and come and say hi to me if you want. Like, hey, I came to this festival. Saw you posted. I'm like, yes, enjoy Mm -hmm. it, you know, because I know you're outside and just enjoying the environment so yeah yeah first love yourself that's so important and like you said being active for you is really important and it seems like being positive for you is very important having that positive mindset is just so good it just feels so good and I do I keep up I'm like where's Deirdre this week (laughs) like and I feel like you're kind of my like events coordinator I'm like, where should I go? Where should I hang out? Where should I vibe? I'm going to look at Deirdre's calendar. Right. Yeah. And you just hosted one of your first events as well, right? I did. I hosted one of my first events, uh, the Louisville Night Market. That was on Repurpose. Yes, because they've renamed it. So oh, yeah. Make sure I said it correctly. Repurpose. We had a, a bands come out, have a couple of vendors out in a food truck. So it was a nice vibe. Mm. Um, it was from five to nine. So as it got later in the evening, it wasn't as hot. Yeah. Well, it really wasn't that hot, that hot at five anyway. So it was mm-hmm. just a great weather, great experience. So I'm excited to do a couple of more here in the future. Yeah, I love that space, too. 
One of my first offices, actually my first office, I guess, for the new block was at 7th and Main. Oh, yeah. So it's right by the repurposed space that you're talking about. And it's such a cool like spot. Yeah. Like it's really slept on. Yeah, it really is. Louisville slept on. Yeah. A lot of, to be honest, when I hear there's nothing to do, I'm like, what do you mean? There's There's so so many like... I get over like what's the word just overwhelmed maybe yeah Yeah. because there's so much happening I'm just you just have to go out there and it's there (laughs) overstimulated even yes because even the events that we do have there's so many that are really immersive I want to say we just had the which I know a lot of cities have this because it's traveling but they had the um, Van Gogh Oh, yes, the Van Gogh. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, And it's like they project the videos of the Van Gogh like on all the walls of the convention center. Mm -hmm. And I missed it, dude. I I missed it, it. too. I'm hurt. I mean, why did we miss that? (laughs) I don't know. You know what? We were working. (laughs) We were working. (laughs) We were working because I wrote it in my planner and I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the Van Gogh. And just Mm -hmm. I just didn't. I didn't go. We didn't even get to go. All right, next time. Yeah. Or maybe we'll just travel to another city at this point. Actually have a break. Oh my God, that would be nice. It's like, oh, vacation's a thing? Cool. Yes. Actually, that's not true. I take a lot of vacation. Well, (laughs) I take one big one. Like I was gone for seven weeks at the beginning of the year, which I'm not a mom yet. So like uh, something I was able to do. And I spent a month of it in L.A., Oh, wow. I know. I really wanted to stay there like longer. Went like fabric shopping and did all the kind of like touristy things. Are you a Real Housewives fan? I didn't get into it. Oh, girl. Yeah. It's so juicy. Really? <laughs> my Now, let me tell you this. Growing up, my parents did. Mm-hmm. I remember being in college and I would call and then it'd be like, why are you calling Desperate Housewives? Is on? Oh, and I'm like, <laughs> really? Both of you guys are watching it? They're like, the whole family is. Yeah. I'm just like... <laughs> Okay, fine. Well, Call me when it's over. <laughs> I was a desperate Housewives fan, and now Bravo has Real Housewives. Oh my goodness! Which is just as juicy as the <sighs> scripted one that you're talking about with desperate Got one, you. but Real Housewives is like the new vibes. Got you. And it is just so juicy. There's one that's uh, Salt Lake City that's uh-huh. restarting right now. I don't know. They just they all break the law at this point. <laughs> And I'm like, what happens if you launder money? Right. <laughs> oh. It's like a housewife crime now at this point. You're just to be a housewife. You just have to launder money. Oh, my God. I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out you just have to pay it back. So <laughs> don't be worried. <laughs> anyway, so I want to talk a little bit because we had the most <laughs> adorable experience ever. You came to drop off candles with your daughter. Yes. Tell everybody what your daughter was dressed as and what she's like obsessed with right now because we love her. Yes. My daughter is, and I repeat, is a mermaid. <laughs> she wanted to wear her mermaid tail that day and I had to pull her in the wagon. Yeah. So I pulled her in the wagon. Because she can't walk. She can't walk. She's a mermaid. Yeah, she's a mermaid. Mm-hmm. She said her um, human legs weren't working. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I put her in the store and bring in my candles and she had her mermaid moment. Moment. She like, did. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was the cutest, y'all. She was like, I can't walk. And I was like, I can pick you up and put you on this chair, mermaid. Like, it's totally <laughs> fine. I have a lot of background in like Disney and in just, I'm just in that childlike mindset right now. I just want everything to be fun and bright and just free and accepting. And to watch you mother her in such a beautiful way that was so accepting of you. Yes, honey, you are a mermaid. I was like, fuck, yes, 
this is amazing. Like this is the kind of motherhood that I want to see and I want to emulate. So I was just so happy to see that from you and learn from you. Thank you. Because I guess with me, I think of it as I don't want to quote unquote, like kill her dreams or think, make her think she can't be something. I want to make sure she can be anything. So Mm -hmm. if you want to be a mermaid, you are a mermaid. Mm -hmm. We're going to, you know, you got your mermaid tail. She likes to swim in the bathtub, you know, (laughs) and she's diving (laughs) under the water. And I'm just like, I love this because I hope whatever she wants to be that she believes it, you know, full on. Yeah, she knows she can. She knows that her mom is there to support her in that. Like, that's just so beautiful. Yes. And even in the shop, I was like, oh, okay, we have this glitter that you can have. And it's actually made from seaweed. And she was so excited. And you bought her some. Yes. And I mean, have you guys used it yet? Oh, yeah. We used it that day. It was gone. <laughs> it was Glitter gone. everywhere. I already knew it. But I'm just like, I don't want to tell her no. You I know. know I kind of like... felt bad. I was like, sorry, dear. This glitter is going to be fucking all over your car. I don't know. It was everywhere. But it's we like, had a great time. It's just so fun, you know. And then you've sent me so many pictures because you also got her a pouch that's like a, yes. a little purse, basically. But we called it kind of like a makeup bag. And it has all these scales on it that look like mermaid scales. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are mermaid scales. Excuse me. Yes. Yes. So she left with that as well. Yes. And every time you send me a picture of her, she's like (laughs) carrying it on like the slide at the park. And I'm like, she's bringing her purse like everywhere. 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 Before you leave, Mama, where's my purse? Where's my purse? I'm like, we're just going to the gas station. They're like, (laughs) you don't need it in there. Yeah. You don't need to carry all of this all the time. But you know, when you're a mermaid, you do. Yeah. When you're a mermaid, you need your mermaid scales with you. Always. Always. Like I had to bring the mermaid tail the other day. Yeah. Because we're, I think we went to go uh, eat lunch. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, can you bring my mermaid tail? <laughs> I was like, we can bring it, but we're not going to put it on because you need your human legs <laughs> <laughs> so you can sit down. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. And has she seen the aerial trailer now? Not. Did we watch that? Hold on. Yes. She yes, has. Yes, we saw it. Yay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So. I'm just so excited for the live action. Me too. All the live actions. Have you seen Cruella? Yes. It's so good. It was amazing. Oh, I would watch it again. Right? Yeah. I was like. They killed that. That was so good. Yeah. And I loved it too. I mean, as like a fashion designer too, I was yes. like, oh, Edna Mode is definitely my vibe like from Incredibles. Mm-hmm. But now I have two fashion designers to look up to. Yes. <laughs> like get it, Cruella. Like she, like you're making me want to watch it again today. Right? Yeah. I showed it to Adrienne and she was like, this is amazing. And I was yeah. like, I told you, girl. We had, um, she drove back from LA with me. So we had four days in the car. I'm shocked she still works here. <laughs> <laughs> It was like we decided all during the day we would listen to the Morbid podcast. So it's all true crime. Oh, my God. I love true crime. Oh my God. I know I have to balance that Disney with some true crime. Right. <laughs> I'm all extremes. I'm no middle. You guys. <laughs> it's like either I'm at Disney World or like Salem, Massachusetts. Well, I haven't been there yet, but I dream about it every day. Um, so we were driving back and we we're like, OK, during the daytime, we listen to Morbid. And at night, we watch Disney movies. Okay, okay. I could rock with that. Yeah, then you can like chill out and you're not scared. Right. Driving at night (laughs) in the middle of the desert. I couldn't do it. It was scary. (laughs) My mom drove with me out there. 
and we listened to Morbid a lot and she was like into it and she bought me like a few of the books that they mentioned for Christmas. Oh, wow. And it was really fun. But she had to do the same thing. She was like, can we listen to some comedians for a while? Right. And I was like, sure, mom. <laughs> we don't need to listen to people dying. It's fine. It is spooky season, though. It is. So it's really fun. And if you don't, if you love true crime, check out the Morbid podcast. They, Ash and Elena are my girls. There's a really good banter. And the listener tales are really funny. Okay. If you're like, I don't know if I want true, true crime. I just want chills and right. vibes. Listener tales is where it's at. Okay. So anyways, that's an amazing podcast, but we're on this one. <laughs> <laughs> so let's chat a little bit about money now that you guys love Deirdre as much as I do. So... Tell me a little bit about your like first money memories. Like we were talking a little bit and you're like, yeah, so like my bingo aunts, like <laughs> it's just such a funny story and like vibe to me. So just like tell me about the way that they thought about money and how you saw money with them and playing bingo. Oh, my God. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I remember growing up and just do you have any money? Do you have this? Oh, no, I'm broke. I don't have any money. But I would see y'all go to bingo like Wednesdays <laughs> and Saturday. Like how how is this possible if you're broke with no money, you can go like gamble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because people forget that like, bingo is gambling. Yeah. Like they don't think of it as that. I mean, I'm sure it's a lot of church bingo too. Right. And I'm like, is that I don't know, like are you I guess churches allow gambling. I mean, there's a lot of like Catholic churches have casino nights, but it's just kind of interesting because you don't think that's where you're going to see gambling. Right. You're like, bingo's still gambling. You pay money and you're trying to win it back. Trying to win money. Yeah. Yeah. So did they win a lot or I would hear stories they would win or, you know, one would win and they'd share it with their sisters, you know, so that was their thing. But I do know watching that, I was like, I don't want to play bingo i don't want to gamble my money really? yeah okay. so i feel like i think i went once with them was it my 18th birthday because that's when you can go play bingo and mm-hmm. i remember playing it with them one time and i'm just like no i feel like i can invest my money in other areas so. oh i like that you're yeah. like i'm not a gambler i'm an investor yeah you are i am actually i know you're an, <laughs> an investor so you saw that and you're like no nah, girl i'm doing it different yeah. And you also saw that they never had money for other things right. or maybe to give you for other things. For me. Yeah. Yeah. Or went, yeah. They just had money to maybe win more money. money yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Gambling is an interesting thing, which it I guess is. investing in stocks is basically gambling. It's, it's gambling. <laughs> but I keep hearing about the, what is the SP 500? If you invest Ooh. in there and it's going to, you'll naturally get, I think 10 to 13% increase in your funds. Cause that's the one that's going up. So Ooh, girl, yeah. Talk dirty to me. Right. I don't, I, okay. Here's where I'm at. I opened, <laughs> I told myself at 33, cause I've been telling myself every year. Right. It's time to invest. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. I have 75 grand worth of inventory in that 400 square foot shop of wow. So mm-hmm. I've invested. Oh, yeah. I'm comfortable in investing. I love, you know, especially in women-owned businesses, obvi. But it's like, I know how to physically invest my money. And I'm an investor in one of the other companies that we've had on the podcast before called Paver. Mm-hmm. So I, I know how to invest it when I can see it where right. it goes and the return. And, mm-hmm. you know, as another woman who owns a business, like, you know, your return, right? You know, if you spend this much, you get this much right. back. Mm-hmm. But I have opened my Roth IRA account. 
and I haven't put any money in it yet. Who'd you open it with? Uh, Charles Schwab. Okay, okay. Which okay. I know it's like not even hard. <laughs> <laughs> I, you just keep getting these like mental blocks. You know what I mean? You want me to tell you what I did? Yeah, girl. And I'll give you the information. I'm like, please tell me. I need to make more money, obviously, <laughs> so I can spend it amazing places. Right. I basically now have, I guess you can call it a money coach, wealth coach yeah. with Northwestern. It's Jerome. Mm-hmm. I first reached out to him because I'm like, okay, I need life insurance. I'm getting yeah, old, girl. you know, like you something happens. Like I got kids, they need something. So at first I was like, I just want to do this with you. Like, I'm not trying to do the WAF. I, you know, yeah. all of that. I'm just going to do it with Stash, whoop de woo. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to tell me, hey, we already have a broker. When it goes in here, you get this much back, you know. And I was like, Mm-mm, I don't want to do it. I want to do Stash. <laughs> I want to watch it myself. Yeah. So I haven't been watching it. Like, <laughs> it was just sitting there. And I'm like, this is not doing what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So Netflix just released a show. Oh, Get Smart With Money? Yes. I haven't watched it yet. but Watch I, it. Oh, good, good, good. I cannot yes. wait. I watched it yes. and I hit Jerome back up and I said, yeah, sorry, I had to hear this like a couple of times. I know you tried to tell me the first time. <laughs> Sometimes I'm a little hard headed and I have to hear it a couple of times. So I said, mm-hmm. can you please open me? Roth IRA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, can I open it up with you? And just I'll be honest. I said, all I can afford right now is like $50 a month. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's like, we can rock like that and we yeah. can change that at any time because one of my friends I found out, she was like, Wow, I thought I had to like put in a hundred or five hundred a month. I'm like, That's you know, you can, but you can put in as much as you need to. Yeah. So just saying that, I don't know if anyone's listening, you know, just in case you thought oh, you had to start with and a thousand like, or whatever. I'm writing notes down right, right. now, Deirdre. Don't even worry. I'm literally over here like, uh, bitch, of course I'm going to put in fifty dollars a month. Yeah. Down. Just, I could do just that. Just to get started. Yeah. And then as you grow, your business grows, mm-hmm. you can increase that amount. So yeah, it can be more, but I'm not going to look at myself like, oh, it should be. No, this is what I feel like I can afford right now. Can we do that? He said, yes. I said, all right, let's set it up. I mean, it's kind of like the entire idea of like, if you're going to do anything, just start. Yeah, just start it. Just start. You have to start to get to the $500 a month. Exactly. You don't have to start at where you're going to end up. Right. We were talking so much earlier about being present in the moment, like before we were able to start recording. And I feel like even that, like if I'm present in my day and I've made this promise to myself for years and years and years that I'm going to start investing in my own personal Roth IRA, Mm -hmm. because as an entrepreneur for the last 13 years, like I don't have a traditional 401k. Right. Like, am I going to sell WoW for billions one day? Like a fucking course I am. Right. So I'm not as concerned. Right. I was like, that's my retirement. But of course, like, it would be nice to have both. <laughs> right. I was the same way. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I'm just going to, my company's going to bring this in. Yeah. That's the same, you know, but I'm like, why not? Why not? It's there. Yeah. And they have a broker that's going to watch it for you. Mm-hmm. So all you have to do is give them your money and then check in on it. Check in and be like, all right, let's see what's going on. Yeah. And like, I also have to remind myself because I already am an investor, like I said. Mm-hmm. And even every time I think about my money, I'm like, oh my God, I spent all this money. And then I say, Amanda, you didn't fucking spend it. You invested it yes. in your, either in yourself 
in your business, in your family, in your household. You invested it in your community. You invested it into your podcast so that you can have all these amazing women and people listening to be able to hear these real conversations that you have with other entrepreneurs like all the time. Yeah. So like it's all an investment no matter what. So even if you're thinking to yourself like, I don't have the money to invest, baby, you're investing every day. Every day. Every day, every choice you financially make is an investment. Yes. So where do you want to see that investment go? Mm-hmm. Do I really want to see it go to like big fi- fortune 500 companies? Like, no, but I want to see it come back to my own wallet. Right. And then I can do cool things with it. Mm-hmm. Like buy fly girl candles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> over and over and over. I swear I have them like all over my house. They also have like the best scent throw I've realized they fill up more than one room of my house good yeah it's such a good scent throw I hear that a lot like I love when people come and they're Mm -hmm. like oh my god it fill up my room or fill up my house like I'm like yes yeah because my dad when I started making candles he was like if you make them make sure they fill out people's houses yeah people want strong candles and I'm like you're right It's the secret. It is. Dads know. They know it all. They know. <laughs> My dad's so cool. He knows. Sometimes you got to push back. And he's like, you're doing a lot. I'm like, yeah, dad. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I'm a lot. <laughs> and guess what? So is your wife. <laughs> Y'all made me. Here we are. Right. But anyways, so you're saying like, yes, your dad gave you this advice. I'm just kind of curious too. Like, so Fly Girl Candles, we've talked about how amazing they are. But when did you get started? So I pretty much got started. I feel like when everybody yeah. got started on their amazing businesses, the COVID entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I started like just before it hit. One of my friends, she made candles and she sells crystals, very spiritual. So she said her spirit kept telling her to tell me to make candles. And for a good six months, I was like, oh, no, I'm a personal trainer. I do not have time. Deflect, deflect. Nope, nope, nope. Mm-hmm. Like. Just not doing it at all. And then what happened was around November, I was starting my own self-love like journey. And usually I'm crafty. So I'm like, let me go ahead and get these candle kit and check it out. So I got the candle kit, watching the wax melt down, watching the temperature, adding in the fragrance oil, just whipping it around, watching the temperature some more, pouring it in, and then watching it solidify. That was amazing for me. It was relaxing. Yeah, it sounds like meditation. Yeah. Like the entire process of making, I've always loved. I love making dresses. I love cutting the fabric. And I feel you. Like I love when it goes through the machine and I can see Mm -hmm. the stitches. Like you can see how powerful you are too. Mm -hmm. You know, like each step of that process, you're creating the entire time. You're creating the intention, the momentum, the entire new product, like you're mixing. It's probably like some chemistry too. Right? I'm like a a witch or a scientist in there, like whipping it up. I'm more of a witch. Right? That's why like a witch came to my head first. I'm like, really? It's witchery. I watched Hocus Pocus too last night. So that's... Listen, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta mix the cauldron. Right? I feel like you should call your like wax pot like a cauldron all October now. I should. You should. (laughs) It'd be cute. Do you own a product-based business and want to take it to the next level? Or maybe you have an idea for creating and selling a product, but you're unsure of where to start. 
Well, hold on to your panties, y'all. <laughs> I have the event just for you. Introducing the Ultimate Product Party. UPP, or Ultimate Product Party, is a creative business conference for product-based business owners, but it ain't your typical business conference. It's a freaking party. The UPP co-hosts Allison and Kat bring the energy and the fun when it comes to growing and scaling your product-based business. UPP is thoughtfully curated to cover all the bases of your product business through 25 plus speakers and workshops. I'm talking taxes, legal, product photography, outsourcing, introducing new revenue streams, pricing and production, selling wholesale, business funding, and so much more. I spoke at their event in 2022, and I'm joining the party again in 2023 with a breakout workshop on business funding, cleverly titled Mary Fuck Kill. If this sounds like what you need to take action in your business, I want to see you at the Ultimate Product Party in Nashville on May 17th and 18th of 2023. The UPP party is happening at Clementine Hall, and word on the street is that it's going to be even more epic than last year. So what are you waiting for? Head over to the show notes and snag your ticket to join me at the Ultimate Product Party. I promise you won't regret it. Man, so you got started then and you were on your own self-love journey. It feels very much like meditation and just getting that powerful feeling. And then you wanted to share that with others, I'm assuming. Yeah. The first thing I was like, my friends have to check these out. Yeah. And I gave it to them. And then they're like, these are great. You should look at selling them. I'm like, what? (laughs) Okay. And I just dove. Yeah. And dove into it. What was like the first thing? So you have all the candle materials, mm-hmm. but what was the first thing that you did to start selling them? Did you go to an event? The very first thing I did was I started out with the mason jars and sold those to my friends. Yeah. And then my very first event was with Brew and Sips Coffee. So they had hmm. like a farmer's market. So that was yeah. my very first market that I went out to. Farmer's market. Yeah. And I just went out there with the little bit of candles that I had, the little bit of change that I had in my notebook. And nice. I wrote down what I sold and wrote down what I needed for the next event. Yeah. So I remembered I needed credit card payment because <laughs> <laughs> I could not take cards. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, it's so crazy to like watch how much that's changed in the last 13 years since I've I had to buy my first like credit card processor for my first storefront when I was still in college. And it was twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> And it was like a square reader today is like, you can get them for free sometimes, free. They ship but they're them. like 10 bucks, you know, sometimes. Yeah. So it's like the amount of like access that we have now to creating additional revenue streams for ourselves is so incredible. Yeah. It's so, it blows my mind. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that $2,500, just remembering how much else I could have bought with that besides a credit card <laughs> processor. I'm like, Fuck, that's so much money. That was back in the day. That was back in... Technology's gotten so much better. It's in like 2010. Yeah. Ew. (laughs) I'm trying to remember 2010. I'm like... I don't remember 2010. (laughs) I was 20 years old. I don't remember. 
<laughs> oh my God. So much has happened in the last 13 years. And luckily yeah. for us, I mean, I feel like even opening WOW was so much easier than opening the new black seven and a half yeah. years ago. And I was just like, okay, everything's here now. And of course, like after owning six businesses or five and then WOW as being my sixth, like you knew how to do it better. Yeah. That's all you're doing is learning. The whole that's time. What, that's it. Because when people come to me, I'm just like, just start something. We were talking mm-hmm. about this earlier. Just just do it. I'm mm-hmm. like, even if it is, I don't know, like selling the jewelry or just whatever. Because I started out doing the MLMs first. Yeah, yeah. You know, back then, I can remember Mary Kay, yeah. Beachbody. I did wine. I did Melaleuca. Mm-hmm. When I did them, I remember having a big dream. Like, oh my God, I'm going to walk across stage. I'm going to make all this money. You want to have the pink Cadillac? Right, girl. All of it. And then what I sat back and realized was I learned everything I needed in a sense for my business, you know, making sure I'm doing personal development, Mm -hmm. reading, uh, make sure I'm exercising, make sure I have a network, make sure I have people that I meet either weekly or monthly and I talk about my goals. Right. So I learned those things from doing that. So now as an entrepreneur, I'm not just doing it by myself. I'm building my community. I'm networking. I'm making sure I'm reading my personal development. Yeah, your affirmations. I saw yes. yours yesterday. All of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's what the, the people that did big in those businesses are doing. They're teaching you the basics, like the little things for you. So yeah, I used to I'll just be honest, like I used to fucking hate MLMs and I still do (laughs) for some parts. And somebody on TikTok called WOW just cricket, like a bitch with a cricket machine. Do you know what what I'm talking about? Like where they like make products with just a cricket machine. Okay, okay. And I was even kind of against, you know, bitches with crickets for a while because I was like... (laughs) And it sounds so shitty to say, like, I'm I'm admitting this, you know what I mean? Because to me, I was always like in my 20s. So the last three mm-hmm. years, I haven't thought this once in the last three years, but I was really like, no, you have to do it the hard way. You uh-huh. ha- And I'm not saying it's not the hard way of doing it those ways, but right. you have to do it in... I just, I was really protective of the word entrepreneur. Right. I understand. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like I did make up all this shit from scratch. Yeah, you build it yourself. Yeah, so yeah. I was very protective and judgmental of people that would call themselves that, but were not truly that. Right. And so I would struggle with that a little bit. And mm-hmm. also there's a lot of predatory stuff going on within MLMs and there's a lot of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of good and I agree with exactly what you said and I'm so glad you said that, that yeah. the way I view it is like if we can give women, especially because those are the people usually targeted by MLMs and mm-hmm. usually moms, I would mm-hmm. say a lot. Yep. If we can give them an opportunity to learn and to have access to business education, yes. to what it is like to have the mindset of mm-hmm. an entrepreneur yep. or the community of an entrepreneur mm-hmm. or any of the additional things that come with being your own boss right. or being self-employed. Yes. Like you're a boss if you have like employees and of course there's boss mindset and all this stuff. Like I, I feel it all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why am I being so judgmental that I just chose a different path than other people who started in MLMs. I just think it was that word entrepreneur. I was like, can't I have my one thing? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Can't can't I have this word that's like true for me? Right. I mean, I literally created the things from mm -hmm. scratch. Right. It doesn't mean that 
they don't have all those additional opportunities to learn. And I, like I said, I've had five businesses. I fucked up the first four for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I was like so excited, you know, like, but you have to have those steps. Right. You have to make those movements up your staircase. And for me, instead of joining an MLM, like I chose the route of creating the community. Mm-hmm. And really, there wasn't even a super large amount of information about female entrepreneurship then. Right. Like, just so much has changed. Mm-hmm. And I'm really proud of what I did, what I created. And for some reason, I was still competing with other women mm-hmm. and I was like but you didn't take the hard way with like me right oh fuck off Amanda like are you kidding me <laughs> like that's not what I really thought I was just insecure uh-huh. and I wasn't confident in what I was doing and what I was creating and multiple times I went back to work to learn more right because people like really sleep on the idea that when you're an employee you're getting paid to learn to learn exactly to learn Mm -hmm. if you're working a job right now you're at home please have the gratitude around you're being paid to learn nobody pays me to learn shit Mm -hmm. anymore it's over it's a wrap (laughs) these are investments now (laughs) exactly time investments financial investments and it's just there's so so much that comes from that time in life. And I'm really glad to hear that you learned a lot from that because it really has, my mindset has shifted around it. Yeah. And even like the idea of the cricket, you know, people are at home, they're mm -hmm. working from home, they're creating designs and they're putting them on products. Right. Like, yes, that can be diminished if you choose to diminish that Mm -hmm. in the complexity of it. It's not simple at all. Right. We're like saying that's a bad thing. And I'm like, that's a great thing. Think about how many people have access to making an additional revenue stream now. Exactly. I'm happy for those things. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I cut you off earlier. You're fine. You're, You're in it. I was in, in it. it. Yeah. You feel, and I'm glad I could shift your mindset on that. Yeah. Because I just remember back then, I just wanted to be my own boss. Yeah. And I feel like that's what it teaches you. If you step back and take take away the product and stuff mm-hmm. and just really pay attention to what they're teaching you, these people are making millions. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you take that little bit and then you start looking other places where other people are making millions, I'm like, oh, it's the same shit. It's the they're, same they're shit. They're reading books. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're they're having goals set. Yeah. You know, they're they have their community and I'm like, okay, maybe I didn't make the millions here, but I learned a million dollar mindset here. Yes. And all of this. Millions are possible. Yeah. Millions are available. Mm-hmm. Like millions are for me. Yeah. You know, and like what you choose to do with the millions is important. Yeah. And how you get there is investing and is understanding that those multiple revenue streams, like I feel like yes. you even have more and maybe I'm missing them, but sounds like, do you still do personal training as well? Oh yeah. Right now I'm full on candles. Yeah. Um, it's peak season, but during the startup of it, I was training, teaching classes, and then I was doing shipped where you grocery shop. Oh yeah. Oh girl, I was like, were you everywhere? Girl, Shopping. making money. Yeah. Like, it was Ooh. ridiculous. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I love running errands. I think I should get on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. It's so easy. Yeah. Everyone's like, what is it? Like, you grocery shop. I'm yeah. Like, what? I'm like, literally, you scan it. If it's not there, you tell them, hey, it's not there. Here's this option. Do you want it? They say yes or no. That's it. You That's check it. out and drop it off to their house. See, this wasn't even available no. for what, the last three years, maybe four? 
I'm like the worst millennial. I don't do any of that stuff. I like. <laughs> There's so much. I love shopping so in person. Many way. Oh my God. I like shopping in person too. But maybe so. that would mean I'm like good at that and I should make some money doing it for other people. Yeah. Just when I feel like it. I yeah. mean, can you just pop in and out? Yeah. It's one of those like you DoorDash. do your own schedule. Yeah. Just like DoorDash. Listen, y'all. Get seven revenue streams. That's how you make millions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like even again, that's a access point. So if you're like, you know what? I want to drive around and listen to podcasts about running my own business for like three hours or whatever. I mean, that's just me. I like when I'm in it, I'm in it. So I'll do it for hours. So for me, like I listen to those podcasts and listen to audiobooks and everything while I'm sewing. Do you listen to stuff while you're making candles? Okay. So I listen to podcasts and stuff when I'm driving. Driving. When I'm making candles, I'm in my best element. So I'm watching like series mm. and Netflix and movies because it puts me in like my mood and my, I guess, flow. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. For me, like making the dresses for so many years, it's almost like I'm not mentally present mm -hmm. sounds weird no it's called autopilot yeah like kinetic yeah. um learning mm -hmm. or something like mm -hmm. i actually learn best i mean look at me i'm talking with my hands like this i do have a sign language interpreting degree so like i was really good with my signs and yeah. if you get a few cocktails into me <laughs> It's all I wanted to be a music <laughs> interpreter. <laughs> I like literally interpreted all of Chicago, the all that jazz and oh everything gosh. like all by myself one time. And it was that was my best life for 15 years ago, whatever it was. But anyways, so like I'm just like very much if I'm connected to it, like we said, like kinetic learning, I want to say is what it's called uh -huh. where you're, you have to do it. Yeah. And if I'm doing it and I've done it so many times, I can almost do it better when mm. I'm mentally stimulated mm -hmm. by new information. Mm. So my multitasking, my learning time, my podcast time is really best when I'm sewing. Yeah. And it's like I can move that through and I can accomplish because I love to accomplish goals. Yes. I'm like, I need to yes. make 14 dresses a day. Let's go. Right. I'm going to like figure out an entire audiobook if I'm going to do <laughs> They take a while. <laughs> they do. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, how many candles can you like? I feel like you make so many in a day. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I have like, I guess, a routine. So now I have a big melting pot. Your cauldron, Thanks, babe. Yes, yeah, my cauldron. cauldron. <laughs> so now I can melt a whole 45 pounds of wax, which mm. 45 pounds, I can make like 80 candles. So normally I have a little bit left over from whoop-de-woo, but I normally mm. do about 94. Wow. So what I'll do, I'll make those one day. The next day I'll come back. Trim the wicks, decorate the candles, do the labels. I do have a employee. And when I get, I guess, back in a flow, then I'll drop those off to her and she'll do the decorating mm. on the top of it. So Yeah, explain process. the decorating since they can't see your candle right oh now. Oh my goodness. So what I do, I use a heat gun and I'll take dried flowers and I will decorate the tops. So each of them have their own little design on the They're top. They're beautiful. Yes. I love it when people grab the candle and they go, oh my God, look at the top. Like just to see yeah. that reaction. And I even love how yours have screw tops on the top and they're like a rose gold color. Yes. It's just a vibe. Yes. <laughs> and you can see through the cap. Yes. Or you the, can see through. The lid. The lid. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the cap. The window. Yeah. yeah. There's a window <laughs> to all the dried floral amazingness. Yes. And I don't know. They're just... 
They're so gorgeous. You all have to check out Fly Girl Candles. You have to. If you want to check them out first on well, like, listen, girl, we love you. And if you want to, literally just keep going through and you'll find Fly Girls um, on our WOW directory as well. I feel like you're one of the most active people in the WOW world. I try to hop on there at least once or twice a week and, you know, see what's going on in there. Or when I see the notification pop up, try to get in there because I'm like I see your vision where you're going with it yeah so So we just launched this a few months ago and it's been since the last podcast so if you're just a podcast listener and you haven't checked in um, I mean I honestly haven't talked about it that much it's been mostly in person or invite only at this point Mm -hmm. it's just like a new revenue stream again but a new opportunity we had so many women who wanted to be on our wow tour and we didn't have a way for them to showcase their business So we really started with like the wow directory and that's on our website. So please check it out, especially this holiday as you're looking for places to shop. Please, please, please check out Woman Owned First as much as possible. So we have them on there. And then just for $10 a month, we have a Mighty Networks platform, like a a channel or whatever they're calling them. I guess platform works. Yeah. And you can go in there and we post all the stuff that's about wow and then we are going to have even more curation around conversations we're doing monthly conversation like topics Mm -hmm. and then each week i'm probably going to start going in and doing either questions or lives because you can go in there live as well and do like more business specific information so like how you were talking about that these mlms gave you community or that you're creating a community for fly girl candles like all of that is available for wow so if you're like, oh, I love the well, you know, energy, the vibes, everything like and I want to be in the world. Everybody kept saying like, I want a wow world. Yeah. I'm like, bitch, me too. <laughs> Let's make one. Right. So we made one and I didn't want it to be like crazy expensive or anything because yeah. so much of what we do is so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm like, yes, investment. Yes. But pricey investments Mm -hmm. so I was like 10 bucks a month to me felt very you know it's a great like price point to just get the money thought Mondays from Melissa really fun oh my god I'm like yes (laughs) she's the best (laughs) I'm so excited that she's coming back for season three oh my gosh we're gonna have so many good mini-sodes with Melissa my money mindset coach and we feature the makers in there and then we're also um, starting to feature our other products that we have available like wow media is launching now that it's october in october so we're bringing on so many people are like oh my gosh you guys make such cool content i'm like thank you yes we cool i'm telling you i'm like oh my god here she goes again let me look (laughs) girl i watch yours just as much like i love i also love watching candles being made like it is so soothing like you said yeah and you do such a good job of one like we said earlier telling everybody where you are that is so important they can't come to you if they don't know where you are exactly so that to me is like such a great awareness message to put out there but then watching you make the candles and i just realized you made all those candles from your best sales day in one day didn't you yeah pretty much y'all learn from her i couldn't even make all this shit that i sold (laughs) that day in one day Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. Like that makes me, that makes my heart warm. (laughs) My soul is happy for you because that's important. Like in order to scale and grow, like you have to set yourself up for that success. You have to. And you did it. Yeah. 
And you're full-time in your candles, babe. I know. God. I know. It's crazy. And we're in peak season right now. Peak so I'm excited to see the numbers at the end of the year. Because yes. I know they're going to be better than last year. So I'm like... I'm probably gonna be crying like yeah. January January one like oh my god look what my business did because I know I'm gonna be calculating the numbers like I cannot like I'm that excited I cannot wait to see what the end of the year is gonna be like oh my gosh it's gonna be so good yeah I already know I have like multiple more orders that I need to put in yes oh my <laughs> god I was thinking about the other day I was like okay really you need about three more boxes of wax yeah. and yeah. some more of this. And just start making them. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I would love to do a little bit of a deep dive. So, you guys, so I approached Deirdre about selling in WOW on like a Friday night. Saturday, she brought me, I don't even know, 36 candles. Yeah. Saturday morning. How the fuck <laughs> are you this prepared? <laughs> these, There's a bunch of makers listening, I'm sure, because I've been a maker so long. I love these ladies. But you're going to make that money because you're prepared. Yeah. And I felt the same way. I've invested so much up until Q4 to make the most amount of money in Q4. Yeah. So I'm trying to make the 150000 we have already made this year. Actually, it's like closer to 170 again. Yeah. In one quarter. Yeah. Which kind of makes me want to throw up. It also makes me really excited. Excited. Yep. It's just energy. That's what exactly. That's all it is. I'm the same way. Nervous, but excited. Excited. Mm-hmm. Anxious energy. Yes. Which sometimes you got to chill out with like a little gummy to like calm down from because <laughs> she's serious, this anxiety. However, so I'm just curious, like, how do you work out your budgeting for that? Like, how do you make sure you have enough candles to be able to fulfill all of your orders? And how do you make sure that all year you're you're doing okay financially? Let's do you see. have a system or is it just like, <laughs> let's figure it out? Listen, I'm still like figuring it out. Right. I and feel- I'm not like, here's the tried and true system. She's nervous, y'all. Can tell. <laughs> but like when you're when you're working through it, you knew your numbers so well and you have your profit margin there. Is yeah. like, is that the secret or I feel like the secret is to me is writing everything down, understanding mm-hmm. like what your top sellers are. Make sure you have multiple, like double, triple the amount. So that's already there ready to go. And then like, for instance, my fall scents, I didn't make like, well, I guess you can say I make just as amount as the top sellers because it's fall. It's seasonal. Yeah. So they're going to go quickly. Fall is definitely the best for candles. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are going quick. So just, I mean, really just understanding your inventory. That's a great point. You know, and just make sure you have a lot of it on hand and the confidence in your stuff. Like it's going to go. So be ready. You yeah. know, I know Mana's going to be hitting me up. Hey, I need some more. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I have this. It's ready. When do you want it? I'll do it late. So I'll be like, uh, can you bring them tomorrow? Because I just realized because there's thousands of products in our store. And I'm like, every time one runs out, I'm like, fuck. (laughs) I'm trying to keep up, y'all. So I feel like that's a really good idea. So something we've started to do just recently is we've made sure that when we purchase something in spring or in summer, we're also purchasing a winter item. Mm. And so we have slowly started to build up that stock over years yeah, or years, <laughs> quarters. <laughs> and I mean, years from now, I'll be like, it'll be January 1st and I'll have like the next December's products <laughs> yes. ready to go. I mean, maybe <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> 
But if you think about it, if you're making like a couple fall candles, like each batch or something, maybe right. that would be like something helpful to start to build up your inventory slowly mm-hmm. and within budget. Yeah. I'm thinking that might be like a good route. Yeah. That sounds really good. Yeah. And even with the dresses, y'all, like I just use the same thread color and I would cut them like multiple colors at a time and they would be like for winter during summer. Yeah. And just hold on to it. And if you're doing a little bit at a time, it won't feel as like overwhelming. Yeah. And just as heavy of like a financial investment. Yeah. Because if you're doing it, you know, if it's another hundred or a couple hundred a month, depending on what you're looking at or thousands, I mean, we have people of all different financial revenue goals listening. So if you're kind of working towards that, how can you do that all year? Right. All year. All year. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep up. Yeah. Yeah. Do um, you have, you must have winter scents as well, like holiday. Yeah, I have some, yeah. How Christmas many? Or whatever. What did I do last year? I think I did like two. I try to do at least two or three, sometimes four, mm-hmm. depending if I find, a, you know, another new scent I want to add on. So, <laughs> like, oh, yes. I like this one. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, from last year, or I guess from your first year to your second year, did you mostly look at your best sellers to figure out what to bring back? So, yes, I looked at my best sellers. And I could tell my friends, because some people, they're like, you're so prepared. You have a pen and paper and this. I'm like, yes, you want to attract this stuff. You want to know what's selling so you know what to do. You know, when you get home, you just need to look at it. So I um, tracked what I sold, saw what the best sellers were, and then I'll come back with more of those, get rid of the stuff that didn't really sell. But my big thing is I talk to people. When you come to my table, we're talking. I want to know, like, what's your favorite scent? Yeah. So then from there, that helps me to build on my candle scent. So if Mm -hmm. I hear, for example, a lot of people love patchouli. I heard patchouli all the time. I'm like, okay, let's do a patchouli scent. So I went, I blended a couple of fragrances, got the patchouli scent that I liked that I thought smelled amazing and brought it out. And guess what? Oh, you like patchouli? Here's Strength Within. Check it out. Oh, Strength Within. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and think I've had that it. candle yet. I'm I don't like, think so. ooh, I'd love to see it. Yeah. All righty. So patchouli is a big seller. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's making candles, is patchouli like one of your best starter candle scents that they should try? What's like the most popular? The most popular would be Ladies Night. I got three. Mm. Ladies Night, A Bit of Sunshine, and Drops of Rain. Those are the three. Ooh, Mm -hmm. I like it. And Drops of Rain, is that the one with lavender? Yeah, that's with lavender. More of the clean. Like soothing. Mm -hmm. Relaxing. Mm. Bubble bath. That's what I think Bubble bath, yeah. Yes. Yes. And what about Ladies Night? What kind of scents are in that one? Man, Ladies Night, it's a black currant. And when I lit that, I was like, wow, Mm. I feel like I'm about to go out. We're going to go out with the girls. Like, we're going to have a great time. Like, that's the vibe that I got off of that. Yeah. So really, yes, all of that and then um a bit of sunshine i believe that one a lot of people say it's a manly smell smells like a man which it does and with that one i think i lit it and then i just kind of did some research Mm -hmm. on like it's citrusy it's woodsy so i'm like oh outside you know sun so that's kind of how i I came up with that one is that one like the oak moss one yeah oak moss is probably one of my favorite scents 
It's amazing. It is. But I think I want to try this patchouli one. I know. I'm like, you convinced me. I'm like, what? Everybody else likes it? I want to know what it smells like. Yeah. It smells so good. But I I talk to everybody. Yeah. Ask people. Like, you don't have to take every bit of advice you receive. And you should not. (laughs) Oh, no. So much dumb advice. But there's some that's like, especially like, what do you want to see next from me? What are you enjoying from yeah. us? And if they are purchasing multiple times, like, yes, please. Mm-hmm. So uh, I know that you have a website. Who do you host your website through? Shopify. Girl, we love ourselves on <laughs> Shopify. I know. I fucking love Shopify. I've been a Shopify bitch for seven years. Yeah. Longer. Goodness. Yeah. So you have Shopify now, so you're not writing everything down now by hand, right? Just the festivals. Okay. Yeah. So when I go there, I write that stuff. Because they have the little POS system you can use on your phone. They do. They do. But I've been using Square, I guess. I don't know. I'm weird. You're figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> One of those things I probably have to hear like two or three times. I'm like, okay, let me get the Shopify things. We'll just yeah. connect. Like, well, they have a free one that we use, and it connects to all of your inventory. Mm. So maybe we should sit down and I'll show you. Yeah. It's not that hard. I think okay. you'll I think you'll enjoy it and then you'll be like, oh, I don't have to write it down. Right. I get to if I want to. Right. Or I choose to, but now you have options. Yes. Yeah. And then keep all my inventory on one here. place. Yeah. Listen, because we the amount of online sales we get, we couldn't separate sure. it out. <laughs> like the online versus in store. It keeps my inventory correct online yeah. while I'm selling it in store, which it takes a lot of updating. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. There's a lot of updating. <laughs> oh, we've been working so hard on it. I know. Because that's oh another God. thing you got to prep for a holiday. Yeah. Do you have all your like shipping figured out? Do you feel great about that? Or are you still working on it? I mean, I'm just going to roll with the way I've been doing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they don't arrive like messed up or anything. No. That's a win. Yeah. yeah. We're winning. Winning. Yeah. Winning. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, just thank you so much, Deirdre, for coming on Women Own Wild, the podcast. Yeah. You're one of my favorite people. I was telling her earlier, it takes a lot to get on like who I send TikToks to, like my list of people. <laughs> and I'm like, she's going to think this is hilarious. <laughs> I so uh, I send a lot of cat videos. It's fine. <laughs> I was just honored when I was like, oh, wait, I made the list. Like, you know. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, people know that that's special. It is. It really is. I'm like, all right, we made a connection. This is wonderful. Yeah. I love it. Well, and I think take two was just as beautiful as take one. Yes. If was. not more, because we are present and available for this moment and... We just let it be what it was. Yes, we did. We did, babe. Well, I love you so much. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So if you guys um, wanted to follow Fly Girl Candles, Deirdre, can you tell them all the places they can check you out? Yes. So my website is flygirlcandles.com. Mm, I love that you got your immediate like domain name for oh, your yes. candles. That's hard sometimes. Girl, I got it immediately. Immediately. Yeah. And then everything else, Instagram and Facebook, flygirlcandles.com or flygirlcandles. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. what other stores are you in? Oh my goodness. So you're in WOW, of course. I'm in WOW. I'm in Barrett Babes, Little oh. Salt Cave, Daybreak, Black Soil, Kentucky, 1020 Brewery. Ooh. Let's see here. Toonies, Mama Lee, Pocket Change. 
I don't think if I miss anybody, I have two massage therapists. Uh, oh, that's smart. In their their spots. Because if you're like getting a massage, smelling a candle, like then you get to take it home and you get to feel that relaxation. Oh yeah. Mm, I oh, like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I, I think you guys should take note. Like, listen to how many places she just listed off. Yeah. Listen to how much product she's making. Listen to how she's doing it full time. And if you're hoping to get to that point, like sales solve a lot of problems. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> so and get thank out there you. and sell. Yes. I mean, the wholesale side of your business must be huge. It's a, I'm trying to keep up with that in festivals. So yeah. yeah. And I think every time you go out to a festival, the beauty of it is that you get to direct them to all these great stores. Yes. So then you don't have to have your own store. Exactly. Which is beautiful too, because it's expensive as shit. Oh my God, I know. <laughs> I'm, so I'm, 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 looking, I'm like, how much? I'm like, can I just live in it? Like, <laughs> I don't want to pay rent and pay for a store. <laughs> well thank you so much again and uh, you guys definitely check out fly girl candles they are amazing and they're literally i always try stuff like before we have it in the store and i stalked her at multiple events to be like hey we're hanging out right like we're selling these in wow right and we finally got together like um at the beginning of the summer i want to say and we got them in our store but there's so many places to shop and a lot of those are women-owned as well so definitely shop women-owned this holiday shop with Deirdre and shop at wow I mean definitely definitely (laughs) so thank you so much for listening money makers go out there and keep making that money if you want to put more money into the wallets of women like we do then check out our website thewomanownedwallet.com and we can't wait to continue the conversation on our social media so definitely follow us on our instagram at womanowned.wallet and on TikTok at womanownedwallet. You can support us by following our podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. And don't forget to leave us a review. Thank you for listening to Woman Owned Wallet, the podcast.